When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you'd do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day. Build momentum and better your life. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Sensitive topics will be discussed in this episode, so listener discretion is advised. Today, I really wanted to share some badass sources and resources that we can be relying on so we can keep up the momentum and that long-term drive towards successfully updating this system. Obviously, we don't want to hear it. It doesn't feel like it works, but we got to fucking vote, y'all. A big reason why Trump got elected is because a lot of people don't have faith in the system and they didn't vote. And while I don't blame you for not having faith in the system, we shouldn't we should still be voting because that system is still affecting us, especially at the local level. But the problem is a lot of us don't know how to vote at the local level, at least not to be able to get anything done. But what's beautiful about 
all the bullshit that's been going on during the primary elections in the U.S. is we're getting a lot of activist candidates that are actually garnering support and traction in a world where they might not have just a few years ago. But the tricky thing is local elections are really difficult to vote at because we can't sit at every fucking court case, know what the judges are doing, decide if they're making really bad decisions that are criminalizing innocent people just to make more money in a for-profit prison system. And obviously, we want to do our best to get those people out of office or elect other representatives that do represent the general take of the community. But the thing is... Oftentimes, the people who do believe in the sanctity of voting are conservatives. So talk to your friends. Talk to your people. Share your stories with your more conservative family and talk to your more activist friends. Go in with the long game in mind. So make this a compassionate, pleasant, inspired action. Get groups together to go canvas and be empathetic. Understand that a lot of people are bitter, rightfully so. But tell them, be better and vote anyway. Get them papers at home and do your research. My favorite resource is the Girl I Guess Guide, which is a Chicago-based one. But I'm pretty sure injusticewatch.org is a national one that covers most elected judges and things like that. And it flags people for notable offenses and injustices, which happen all the time in a for-profit system. And we need to get those people out and show them that we're fucking paying attention. Remember that they don't include everything on there and there will be some people who slip under the radar of anybody's guide. Voting is your own. You're going to use these as a resource to educate yourself, but you're not going to just lean into whatever Joe Schmo said. And I know voting always feels intimidating. As someone who has done it since I was 18, I still get intimidated, even though when I start, I'm like, oh, this took three minutes because I was prepared. It's all about the preparation. And remember, if you don't know, do not vote. Don't just vote based on a name because I've done it before and I've regretted it. They need to teach us all that shit. If you're uncomfortable, get a friend to come with you and discuss it. Obviously, you can't share voting results or whatever, but you can discuss the process together so you have somebody to keep you accountable when you turn that shit in and you get your sticker together. And I'm sorry if you hate voting, but it's really important. Until we do actually fucking burn the system down, it's gonna be important because it has an immediate effect on certain people. And until that's not the case, we gotta fucking suck it up and we gotta convince the good people in our neighborhood to suck it up too. And there are amazing letter writing campaigns all over the place that you can go through and they'll basically give you the postage and do all the fucking work for you. And all you have to do is write handwritten letters to communities that are less likely to vote, which gets that word out there. So you can canvas from the safety and comfort of your own freaking bed, which is the joy of being able to be an activist in an internet era. The only problem is the dark web is working faster. So let's get on it. If you aren't local or you just want to support in another way and you're kind of a creative I'm a huge fan of doing donation drives and charity events. Fancy bake sales are real fun. Doing food swaps with the community and having them pay donation amounts or pay what you can to get access to an event or a service or a barbecue or a party or a painting session where you go to the dollar store and buy a bunch of canvases and paintbrushes and host a painting class. Decide what you're good at and build a sense of community and a sense of activism within your community towards that, and then talk while you're there. 
if you're more of an independent creative and you're not real crafty, but you like to make things anyway, get some lettered beads and some of that really durable fishing line string and make some beaded statement bracelets and sell them for a few bucks a piece to make back your money and then donate the proceeds all to good charities. I also take those same letter beads and I'll hot glue them to lighters and then rub Mod Podge all over it and write real funny things on them and people think they're so great and are happy to pay for it. There are thousands of ways, one that's perfect for you, I'm sure, to fundraise and awareness raise. If it's a beach cleanup, if it's a marathon, whatever you want to do, you can, but do something because that is how momentum gets started. Don't do everything at once. You'll get burnt out. But start small, start within your community, and focus on things that sustain you that you can sustain. And remember, people are currently suffering, so if you are not hungry for justice right now, it means you're too full with privilege. Which, if you just need a break because you're exhausted, that's different. Take your break. But if you're avoiding it because you are scared to start, start small, start scared, but start anyway. And the best, most effective way to do that is within a community. Another way to be an activist is with t-shirt activism. There's incredible brands out there that are donating 100% of the profits to the charities that are doing the work. Wear the Peace, TheOutrage.com, and Social Goods are some of my favorites. I will say on Social Goods and Wear the Outrage, there are some that have some disclaimers where they only donate 20% or they do pop-ups and pairings with other brands in which they're not donating as much. That's a whole separate entity. But for the most part, you can find activist shirts that make a statement, make you feel good, and also are a way to donate money in a different way. And the thing about making a statement is they are conversation pieces. I wear them to my conservative family's houses. I'm very, very strategic with what I bring to Florida, and I'm usually wearing more aggressively activist shirts when I do go home to certain conservative areas because I know that I can back up that conversation in an empathetic and kind way, and I think it's a really good way to open dialogue. If you don't like confrontation, there are certain options that are just not confrontational shirts, but very kind and still donate to those great causes and still get out a great message. So check them out if that's your style and something that you'd be interested in. It's another way, not the best way, but a way. But I will say the obvious here, it's just aiding and abetting capitalism still, you know, we're just buying our way out. It's not going to work forever, but it's a good strategy for now. You know, I got some cute t-shirts that I feel fucking proud to represent and it started some really intense conversations that feel kind of productive in the long run. So I don't know. I don't know. I have different takes on this one. And a final tip, I want you to watch The Janes on HBO. It's fucking hella inspiring. It's really cool, and I think you should watch it. This does it for my series for now on abortion rights and the power of our language and our sharing and social media. Never forget that you have the power and we have the numbers, okay? Whatever your skill is, whatever your niche is, find it and build a community around it. And embrace all those other skills because together you can get creative. Start small, stay hungry, stay committed to the cause, and keep your values in mind. And remember, some people will never have the privilege to change this shit or rest on it, and they will just have to suffer through it. So if you have the power and the privilege, girl, let's go. Not girl, but you get it. The proverbial girl. Also, I do have some final thoughts that didn't feel like they fit anywhere else. And I know I talked about it a little bit a few days ago, but our language is fucking important. So remember that anyone can have an abortion, not just women can get pregnant. 
to actually make a difference, we need to be empathetic, listen, make people feel heard, and to remember more people on our team with rights, the better. Also, let's not compare this to The Handmaid's Tale. Look it up if you don't know why. And my final piece of advice is don't hoard pills. A lot of communities will need access to these, okay? Let's not hoard them. I know you're scared. But unless you're legally allowed to distribute them, I probably wouldn't hoard them for yourself, okay? If you want to discuss getting birth control from a professional, or if you have a male partner in your life, maybe discuss getting a vasectomy since they are reversible, safe, and often more effective and better than birth control. But do what you got to do. You know, no judgment, but don't hoard pills because it can harm other people. And that's defeating the damn purpose of this whole mission which is to support each other and love each other and get more connected. Anyway, I think that does it for my anti-fucking anti-abortion rants. I love y'all very much. Remember, abortion's not a bad word. Support the people in your life who are going through it right now. And if anyone in your life does have a uterus or is directly affected by any of this, any of your marginalized friends, it's time to check in, okay? It's time to do the work. I love y'all so much. You're fucking awesome. Thank you for being here. You're the baddest. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed.